Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game Week 7's pod is here. Jake and I are again recording late in the week and early in the morning because that's just how life goes. Jake, how are you, buddy? Um, I'm alive. That's a good start for you, huh? Mm-hmm. Good alive? Start. Yep. Horny? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Oh, I don't know. It's too early. <laughs> This is what happens once you're 30, right? I yeah. Don't know. I'm not really sure if I am. Yeah. Man, I'm old. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's sad that we spend so much time on a game, isn't it? As old yeah, people. That I'm not even good at. Yeah. Yeah, we both suck. But that's okay. Uh, it's been kind of a weird year anyways and a little bit confusing. So, we're going to like, we're going to, we're going to get on track. What do you say? Yeah. At some point, it's got to turn around. Well, I'm I'm convinced that it's been argued. I mean, I don't know even if I should say arguably. It's been the most unusual start to a season in the history of FPL and the EPL and the world. So, um, I do think, we talked a little bit about this on the last pod, that it's going to settle at some point. That things will begin to even out. I always say that, right? It's, it's like Jerry Seinfeld says, right? It, it always evens out. I don't know. I mean, Arsenal still suck. I can hold my heart and my brain in the fact that Arsenal are still a huge major disappointment. Yeah, if one thing remains consistent in these ever-consistent times, it's Arsenal's performances. Yes, thank God. I did. Uh, I didn't watch many games this weekend, but uh, I did see part of of that game. Um, yeah, it was sad. It was kind of like a sad, lackluster performance from them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's everything. But that's that's my life. So, lackluster. Oh, good. I love when you're broken early. It's fun. I don't even have to say mean things. I can just, like, let you be like, I'm terrible at my whole everything. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, we've got a bunch of... Actually, like, this week, it's kind of front-ended. We've got a lot of big-picture topic questions. And, you know, it's like the meaning of FPL. Um, so I think they're going to be fun just kind of to talk about and discuss a little bit, and then we'll get into the weeds a bit more on, on, uh, player selections and, and some stats and things like that. But, uh, I just saw this interesting, uh, tweet on, on the Twitter sphere. Um, Karam Tizer, I think is the, the handle. And, uh, he, the person said, managers who say, um, this is the first year I'm taking FPL seriously, what has changed in your view from playing casually to playing seriously, spending more time, incorporating research in your game, listening to podcasts, competing with friends? Um, so kind of just threw this question out there. And I thought it was really interesting because that that's something that you see a lot. Like people, so so a lot of times people like sharing their rank um, and they, they like to like rank jerk off to each other, um, which I just don't really get. But um, But people will say like, oh, since I've started taking FPL seriously, these are my ranks, right? Um, when, Jake, would you say you started taking FPL seriously? I don't know if I have. <laughs> I did start putting a little bit more effort into it probably like two or three years ago. Maybe maybe yeah. three. Yeah. Kind of like when we started a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely listening to pods more. That's gone out the window now that I have a new job, but maybe that's why I suck. Maybe I do need to take the game more seriously. Yeah, I think for me it was about like maybe three seasons ago or four seasons ago. And I, that's when I like discovered the FPL community and discovered podcasts, that was for me what really kind of changed it for me. It got me more excited about it. It's, it started me developing some of my own strategies and looking at some different statistics and hearing other people's ideas. I guess that's what I'd consider more seriously. But I think, I think if anything, like in the last year or two, like I've kind of taken a step back on purpose. It was starting to become too serious. Do you ever think that happens? Yes. Yeah, I've thought that uh, very much. Yeah. <laughs> Is that all you have to add on this? You're really I, I, helping this point well, I guess- take along. I guess it's, you know, everybody's different. And if you want to spend the time, I mean, I think that's great. I think it's, I think stuff like this is fun. 
Um, sometimes I wish I had more time to spend on it lately. Yeah. But it is something where it is still a game. Make sure, you know, relationships in life come first and things like that. So you don't you don't think you don't think so? Nah, I feel like if anything, you should sacrifice relationships with family and friends for FPL. Yeah, fair. FPL um, is life, as they say. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Sorry. My focus. Gotta get that focus. What down. are you? What are you ooing right now? Um. Well, my life's been a wreck, and so I I need to like put water in a bowl for my cat, and basically he. He doesn't have enough, so he's getting his head stuck in the bowl um, trying to get to water, and I just feel bad for him. Why don't you just go get him some water? Uh, well, well, I'm on the pod now, so see, this is what I'm talking about. Gotta take FPL seriously. Screw other relationships. Let your cat die. Let the cat die from dehydration. Cat must die. Must play FPL. Good, <laughs> Jake. You, yeah, you're really yeah. doing a great job. Yeah. Um, Geoff writes in. Maybe we could talk a little bit about form versus fixtures. City, for example, City have this incredible run coming up, but don't look great right now. Uh, which do you place more emphasis on? Uh, does the change uh, for position or as the season progresses uh, and we have more information? Oh, does that change the for the position uh, or as the season progresses um, and, and we have to wait for more information? Okay. Uh, I, it's kind of a little bit butchered, but... Um, Form versus fixtures, we've had this conversation before. Uh, obviously, I mean, I think both matter. What are your thoughts, though, just on like a team? There's a few teams that have kind of been underperforming. So like City have been underperforming. I think like some would argue that Manchester United have been underperforming in the league. They've had some really good European results, obviously, but with that 5-0 win yesterday. But, um, you know, even like Chelsea have kind of been up and down and, and all of these teams, I don't know if that we'd say they're completely underperforming, but not maybe necessarily performing at the level that we'd expect. Whereas then we have a team like Leeds, right, who have had um, some some challenging fixtures, but have still have still got some results and people would say that they're performing well. And what are your thoughts on this idea of like just form versus fixtures and, and what, what about a team like City? Well, I think... Well, you kind of have the nail on the head that City is definitely the biggest underperforming team. I mean, they're they're 13th in the table through five games. And I know they've played one last game. But even if they will say they win that extra game, um, they, they still would be tied for fifth. <clears throat> um, that's just not been Man City for years. Mm-hmm. And, and so they were like the one team kind of with Liverpool now the last couple of years, that was just fixture proof, right? Like you, you just played their guys no matter who they were playing. Maybe not a defender, probably not a defender for Man City, but even, even Liverpool, it's like you'd play Robbo and Trent. And I think this season's been a little bit strange in that I, I see fixtures now and I'm like, ooh, Man City play this team and they've been underperforming like do I even play Man City guys or do I transfer out Man City guys and that's what's made this year so challenging and with that only one transfer a year do you do you think like teams like that turn it around and I completely agree too Man United have been kind of poor in the league um, I mean people who have brought in Bruno off the start of the season I don't know if they've still hold held him um, I know I was debating Bruno versus Salah and I'm I'm really glad I went with Salah, as of course last week I captained him and he did nothing. But ultimately, it I think you typically do want to look at fixtures a little bit more, a little bit more than form. Um, but ultimately, you know, you usually go with the players that just have good underlying stats on good teams. And this year, it's just kind of more up yeah. in the air. It's a it's really confusing. So just to give people some perspective. So they're 13th in the table right now. They're 12th in the table for expected goals. Uh, so that's like what they're creating as a team. Um, and then for expected goals against, I'm just looking right now, they're uh, they're ninth in the table. And they're on expect in expected points of seven, and they currently have eight points. So, I mean, they're they're actually like just when we think about how they're performing, you know, like how how they're how they're performing and then the results that they're getting, they're getting exactly what they deserve is what's happening. It's not like, oh man, they've been really unlucky. Like, no, they're getting exactly what they deserve in terms of production and defense. So 
They're an interesting team. Now, that said, I'm a firm believer that a good run of fixtures can really change that, can really turn that around for a group of players. And and I do think that this upcoming run for them is very positive. I mean, once they get out of game week nine, so game week 10 is Burnley at home, 11 is Fulham home, then it's United away, West Brom home, Southampton away, Newcastle home. So they have five pretty good, right? I mean, obviously United's not great, but five fixtures in there to kind of get things going. That said, between now and then in seven, eight, and nine, Sheffield away, Liverpool home, Spurs away. Um, So I don't know, pretty, I think a tough little run of three there, right? Yeah, very tough. And I think Sheffield's one of those teams that their defense is still okay, if if not above average. So it's going to be a tough game week for them. So, but maybe target them after that three game week period and maybe you can turn your season around. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. We got to get on something, don't we? At this point. Um, Wilson wrote in an interesting question and uh, wasn't necessarily like asking this, but I thought it it talked well of this because Garf also asked a question about it. So, the, the subject kind of being information overload. So, Uh, Wilson says, this past week, I listened to another pod and paid the heavy consequences deserved. Uh, They just confused me and I ended up making a bad transfer for a hit. Should I take another hit to fix this mistake or just push my original transfer plans out of game week? Uh, The bad transfer was uh, Castagne to Regulon. The fix would be Regulon to Chilwell. And then Garf just said his own question separate, but I thought it was similar. Uh, Let's talk about the need for research. Um, is there any point in spending hours and hours pouring over FPL acronyms and stats only to be undone by the unpredictability of an outcome that we have no control over? Um, I, I think that it's an interesting little question. Like, how much is enough and how much is too much to make strong decisions in this game? What's going on back there, Jake? What do you guys... Oh, my, is- my cat's being fed. Sorry. Downstairs again today. Ah, okay. Automatic That's- feeder. Can't so somebody it. was asking a question like, "What was that noise? The clinking noise?" Yeah, and I, uh, I was like, "There wasn't a clinking noise, and there was. It's that's your feeder for your cat." Yeah, somebody yeah. Said See, I at like least have, at least I have a robot to take care of him that way. <laughs> Not, yeah. I don't care about my animals enough to take care of them myself. <laughs> I have a robot to do it. Welcome <laughs> to America. Future. Yeah. Um, no, I think so. Okay, first of all, I will say that push your transfer plans don't keep taking hits hits are bad no screw um, wilson that's what you get wilson go listen well, to another pod what did they tell you to do they were like yeah. do this dumb thing and jake and i would never give you that advice so <laughs> i'm gonna tell you to do a really smart thing and take like four hits to fix it uh, well honestly i don't know why i can't like do well lately in fpl because all the advice we give have has helped everybody else i mean i'm usually the worst in our league so obviously i need to like listen to my own advice or your advice or whatever i don't i don't know but yeah don't listen to other pods would be step number one step number two stop taking hits i've done way too many this year already i think i've done two it's been way too many i mean my mom's playing fpl for the first time my mother she knows nothing about the game of soccer except what she watched me play as a child, and she is beating me in <laughs> FPL. Somebody asked that about is that later. That's so awesome. It's 2020 in a nutshell. You know who she transferred in last week? Zaha. Really? Zaha. Yeah. She's just killing it. Um, I love your mom. She's so fucking so, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. I, Can we I pause think, there for a minute? Like, how, on a serious note, right, like, how in the world is your mom so cool and you're such a fucking dweeb? I don't know. I mean, really? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but to the second point, I think I think there is a point if you're going to do well in this game of spending the hours. I mean, I yeah. will say that this has been the season of the last four seasons that I've spent the least amount of time doing research and a lot of it's been the work schedule because i think my research is usually done during the games and then right after the game week and i've been working during that time frame and so by the time i'm doing the research it's like days later and it's a little bit confusing to go back and look and watch old videos and i don't usually sit and rewatch games which maybe i need to but ultimately there is a correlation, but you do have to understand that the game's unpredictable. And, and yeah, no matter how much time you spend, 
weird things are going to happen and kind of, you know, ruin, ruin your game week. I mean, for example, like I have Castagne and I was like, I'm not playing him against Arsenal. Arsenal, although they're offensively haven't been great, I think they get a goal. And they did. And then the referee was like, no, that's not a goal. Wrongly so, in my opinion. Here we go. And so, so you know, he gets a six-point clean. Well, you know, that's just the way FPL goes. It makes a big yeah. difference. Yeah, six, yeah, a, clean, a six-point clean would be great, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when all your other defenders didn't get a clean. No. And, and I thought Lamptey got an own goal, like, for him like i thought he he got an own goal and he only ended up with one point this week or two points so i was like he created an own goal you mean yeah i thought he created an own goal i'll have to go back and look at it so that's I yeah i saw the the calamity of it all on twitter like people were all like upset about it and wound up but i didn't i didn't actually see the play yeah i'll have to watch the play again too but it's like that's the way fpl is right stabby in the back welcome to yeah FPL. i think the answer to, to garf's question is you know is there any point he's saying I think that that's everyone has to find their edge, you know, like what's what's enough that you can do this and enjoy it and have fun and and joke with your mates, uh, but also like feel like you've put enough time into it to it to really enjoy the game because I go back and forth like there's times when, you know, I'm really busy and, you know, life just kind of has you by the balls and you're like trying to figure out if you even have time to make a transfer or like do anything and then you feel shitty the whole week like you the game's fun I like playing it and it's fun to like talk with your friends about it and talk trash about it and and you know obviously share share this pod with the community and stuff like that but like if you don't have the time to put in then it's not so fun on the other hand if you put too much time into it and it takes it takes away from you know your daily life then then it starts to be troublesome on that end right so so i do think that there you have to kind of everybody has to find their balance i feel like i'm i'm kind of figuring that out as things go on and um it's a tough game though because most things in my life i don't know how you are jake but i like periodize a lot of things in my life so like when i train i you know if i'm working out like i work out a lot if i if i have work stuff to do i like work really really hard you know what i mean like i do everything in like big chunks of time and and i try to do it really hard for like the time that i'm doing it does that kind of make sense yeah, that makes sense. Well, you can't do that with FPL. Like it has to be kind of like a consistent tick along to to continue to like maintain how your team's doing and follow players and develop consistency. So that's one thing that's been a little challenging for me is figuring out how to manage that with like these new schedules. So whatever, yeah. figure it out. On a lighter note, Malbec or Sauvignon, says Garf. Mm, I'm more of a gamay person myself. Mm. I love a good Sauv Blanc. Maybe from a New Zealand. Yeah, they're not South bad. Island. I guess that's probably where I would lean to between those two. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, it feels like we're in a transition few game weeks and FPL will start to settle down soon. What do you think the next template will look like? That's an interesting question. Um, so if we were going to look, Jake, kind of maybe, should we say five game weeks down? Uh, if we were going to look like roughly, you know, five game weeks out, uh, what do we think that that what do we think that that looks like? Like, who are the teams that people will begin to to target? Here's what I think. I'll give you my thoughts. I think that the template is always a little bit behind. Um, so, like, what I sometimes do when I start thinking about you know what are who are people going to start targeting is I start looking at who has a good next five game weeks because in you know in five when five game weeks are done people will have those players they aren't going to have them now. People are very reactive for the most part. So I think like we're going to see probably like Zaha. He's got a decent little run coming in. I, I think he's a player that we're going to see in a lot of teams. Grealish seems to be a player that's coming into a lot of teams. Um, probably some more. I think actually I think an interesting player could end up being Patrick Van Anholt. Again with Crystal Palace's good run coming in. Um, Aston Villa again some some good defenders that they have. Um, yeah. I wonder if I wonder about like Lester if there's going to be people that are going to start going in that direction. I think you were kind of early on getting like a Lester defender in, um, and I wonder if anyone might start doing that. Um, well, who are I'm some other players? In Man that United. Be, yeah, are, that's are the you? other team I was just going to say. Yeah. yeah, especially because they have some good like attacking fixtures. I mean, they have Arsenal here and then Everton, but then uh, West Brom, Southampton, West Ham. 
Um, I'd love I'd love a United attacker starting in game week nine. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I feel as well. Um, I still think Everton are a good team to have. Yeah. They, they, I mean, Southampton somehow got a clean in that game, but I, I think Everton with Newcastle, Fulham, and Burnley in three of their five. And, you know, Leeds has been much better, but they could still get a goal or two against Leeds. I, I think Everton's going to still be in the mix. Um, people are going to hold on to those players just because of their price point. Yeah. Yeah, leads, 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 leads. Uh, love leads. All right. What else? Oh, future Mr. Future Hope Picks. Future Mr. Hope Picks. Formerly known as Native American Drake. Tips to prevent a premature wild card. Um, you got some premature ch- tips over there, Jake? I would say... You don't want to be premature? Well... Yeah, I don't know if I'm the best one to give this advice because I've already wildcarded. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe have your significant other, or, or you know, a fling tie you down and and slap you until you don't do it. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I still have yet to figure this out. I mean, this is you know season like, a like sexual four. Sexual punishment thing is that what yeah, you're saying? Like this is season four or five for me, and I, it's still been early wildcard every year. So you're like, you're gonna ask your wife to tie you down? That's <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's Who the sex tr- things to me? That's yeah. how I'm going to be better at FPL. Yeah. <laughs> that was the dumbest answer I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Thank you for your input. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even know what to say. All right, we're going to we're going to move on. Um let's talk briefly about our teams and how things went. Do you want to go first or shall I? I'll start the disappointment. All right. Um, go ahead. Overall game week score of 46. Nice. Again, below the average of 48. The killer thing to me, two killer things, is that I kind of mentioned the one. Lamptey played over Castagne. So instead of getting six points, I got one. Um, And then I I brought in Martinez, uh, who got shellacked by Leeds and did get me a save point. Um, But I I got rid of McCarthy, who got a clean against Everton, which I I thought there was absolutely no way. So that's the way the FPL game goes. Um, Sun, tried and true. I can't hate Sun anymore because I've I've had him for three game weeks and he's gotten 18, 13, and 11. And I've refused to captain him for all three. Um, And... Yeah, it's, I, I've had Jimenez, and I, I've play, I played Adams this week, and that's nice. I thought I played Adams last week for his 11-pointer, but I played him this week. He got another goal um, against Everton and two bones. So he's been a kind of diamond in the rough for me. Um, just like this season's just been a hot mess. It's like making the decision. You make one good decision and, and two wrong ones, or you have the player that you need and you're you know like Kasanya and you don't play him I forget who I didn't play last week that did well uh well I think it was Adams you know and then I I have yet to get the captain armband right the whole year Sala you know just a a major disappointment I don't even know what happened in that game but yeah Hmm. just not good uh what's your overall right now uh I'm moving back to 2.5 million that's good that is good. Yeah. Yeah, well, I did worse than you this week. Uh, I had 41 points and a game week rank of 5.1 million. So that's good. My overall is now 2.4. So that's good. Really, really crushing it. Um, I had three returns. McCarthy, Aileen, and Son were the three players that returned for me. Everybody else were ones, twos, or threes. Um, I did have Antonio on my bench, which was kind of a downer um, because he had he eight-pointed against City. Um now, he also got hurt, so I'm hoping – the talk is that he's okay for this game week, and I'm really hoping to, to have him. Um, Liverpool, I guess, are bad defensively, so I'm, I might even play him against Poole. So, yeah, it kind of sucks. Just red arrows all around, another game. We still have my wild card, um, but it's, like, hard. I look at my team, like, when I, when I kind of line things up, it's like, okay, McCarthy against Aston Villa away, not terrible, but then, like, you know – Target, Southampton home. Robertson, West Hampton home. Aileen, Lester home. Mitchell, I'm probably going to have to play this week. Wolves away unless I play Antonio. That's the choice there. Um, but then Pulisic and Havertz both against Burnley. 
Sun against Brighton, Rodriguez against Newcastle, West Ham uh, for Salah, and then Mitrovic in his last game week for me against West Brom. It's like that lineup to me is pretty good. But once again, I'm probably going to have a terrible game week. So it's kind of crazy. I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat, man. I'm in the same boat. Like I look at my, I, you know, not a single one of my players plays a team um, that I think finished in the top like ten of last season, except Mahrez against Sheffield. Like, yeah. I, did Sheffield finish in the top ten? Right, maybe right at. Yeah, they're mid table. Yeah, that that's that's the toughest matchup is away to Sheffield. And so like I'm looking at my I'm holding and looking like I'm gonna just destroy teams this week and it's not gonna happen. I'm gonna put the armband on Sun. I'm jumping ahead and Sun's gonna, you know, get a red card. Like that's the way this season has gone. I hope so. so. That would make me very happy. Yeah. Um, I mean he plays Brighton. There's no way he can't score goals against Brighton, but Unless he gets the right card. So. Uh, FPL Virgin writes in, when the game week is over and Jake's mom has once again crushed him in the head-to-head league, does she give him some sass in a southern redneck accent and say, how would you do southern redneck? I don't Actually, well, I could get my wife. She can do a southern redneck accent. You've been schooled, boy, it says. <laughs> does your mom uh, talk we need, trash? We need a southern redneck accent. Okay, y'all. I don't know if you picked that up. I yeah. did. I don't know if anyone else did. Yeah. <laughs> she just screamed, okay, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's a good laugh. Um, does your mom talk trash to you? Does she try to hurt your feelings? No, it's worse because she's super nice. Oh, like you tried your best like that? Yeah. Like, it's okay. You're the one that's, you know, super helpful and helping me figure this out. So, it's good. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, the Slack team did pretty poorly this week coming off the wild card. So that's one thing I did want to mention as well. Uh, a number of people have played their wild cards, including the Slack team. And I, I rate like the people in the Slack that vote on the team and like Gaz who organizes and stuff like pretty solid crew. Like all of them do research, all of them, um, you know, follow the matches and the games. Everybody's pretty serious, if you will, about FPL. So, you know, I, the team played the wild card, which I thought was the right move to, to wild card, and got 44 points. That's how challenging it is right now to predict, predict like who's going to perform well and the, the right structure of the team. Um, I guess for me, that's the reason why I've held my wild card thus far, why I have, I've decided not to use it because I just I don't feel like I even really have an understanding of what the direction I would go and, and, and if it would be effective. I mean, is that is it stupid that I keep just ticking along and not playing it? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, I played it and I'm doing the same thing. It's like it's just been a tough year. I mean, I I also feel like the fixtures are going to swing soon. So w- right now, it's kind of a really hard time to play it because, yeah. like, do you go with like the the Kane and and Son? even though they have like two more good game weeks or do you say, Hey, there's no way they keep this going. And so that's a difficult decision too. So you might as well just wait until things maybe switch a little bit. Anyways, um, hive team, 44 points, uh, chill well with a return Dallas with a return sun captain Ben on solace. That failed, um, Kane with a return. Um, and that is it. So red arrow. Yep. Red arrow 2.8 million down to unfortunately. So, um, so it goes leagues, Jake, leagues you want to do dive sure okay do it all right uh number 10 hassles if uh alexander johnson uh number well i guess tied for eight is silver lining brian magita magita um number eight fc dre ooh, ooh. um number seven uh, Shinoa FC, Jeremy Latsky, number six, Lalana Del Rey, um, Prasad R, number five, United of Chorley, Bogdan, uh, Bogdanovich. Vasil, Bogdanovich, yep. Uh, number four, Blue Panthers, Amajan, number three, Lucas Levis Quavers, uh, Sean McCall, number two, uh, Rajan, uh, Rajan Pradhan, Rajan Pradhan. Rondo. Yeah, Rajan Rondo. And number one, Show Me the Mooney, Connor Murray. Yeah, Connor Murray crushing it. Um, in the PSL Super League, the top supporters league, thanks to all our supporters. In fifth, uh, Patrick Coyle, Luna Nix North End. Fourth, 
uh, Mo Newman, new team. Uh, in third, ZF, Z's All-Stars. In second, Gaz, FPL, Sporting Cyburns. And in first, Connor Murray, show me the Mounier. Uh, and Connor right now is an overall rank of about of 16,000. So not bad, not bad at all. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit just briefly um, the head-to-head league sponsored by Master Stroke Dildos. Are right, you going to mm-hmm. say anything? Don't, no, you have, you just, have your part. I do have a Yeah, part. I go Master Stroke Dildos, and then you go, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry, okay, we'll ready? have to save that Master for next Master Stroke Dildos. Oh, oh, yeah? God dang it, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna pull sponsorship. I hope not. Yeah, we were like Jake's. Oh yeah, was not good enough. Not good enough for Masterstroke. Um, Division two. This is the summary from from uh, Two Point Sex Sounds. Appreciate it. Two Point Sex Sounds. Uh, in Division two in the head to head league, Aziz All Stars. Uh, it's FPL SOS. It's top five wins and a draw. Jake, you lost this week. Uh, Tari- Rui Diol Oliveira. I don't know. I can't say names. Uh, and you currently sit 13th with nine points. So it's not great. Uh, in Division One, I lost to Gaz this week, which really sucks. Uh, I'm mid-table with nine points. Top of the league right now is uh, Nick Triggerlips. Uh, currently six wins and 18 points unbeaten. Um, that's going to be a tough one to compete with, Nick. Um, anyways, fun little league and a lot of trash talk going on in uh, in the, the DMs. Let's... um. Should we take a quick break, Jake? Yeah. Yeah. I need a break. Uh, Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have quite a few just like kind of specific questions about actual players and, and teams and things like that. So stay tuned. Welcome back. Second half of the pod. Just wanted to say thanks again to all of our Patreon members. Uh, We've got a big crew this year that is are supporting the podcast and, and providing money so that Jake and I can wipe our butts with $100 bills. Uh, we really appreciate that because I don't really like the way toilet paper feels when I use it. Um, I really prefer I prefer that, um, you know, it's kind of an unusual synthetic-y paper feeling that you get from the, the dollar bill. It's just nice. Um, so thank you. Um, if anyone's interested in joining, let me know. Um, you can get in on our Slack. You can be part of the Slack team. Um, and you can... can thankfully support what is an incredibly sexy fpl podcast um we all know why you listen game week questions jake uh two point uh writes in what is the best defense to go with at the moment it's an interesting question what do you think well if you if you can answer that you're a genius because (laughs) when you look at the underlying stats it's just a cluster um The teams that are actually leading in XG against are teams like Burnley, um, who haven't even really kept clean sheets and have given up nine goals. Everton as well, uh, nine goals against. Um, Then you have teams like Villa that have given up only five goals that are kind of also in that range. So you'd think that would make sense, but then you're like, they're Aston Villa. Is that (laughs) a good idea? Um, And then teams like Liverpool have given up the most goals in the league fancy that i i don't know I, I think you just go with players that aren't super expensive and have a good run of fixtures and can get you attacking returns so far i've kind of struck out on the attacking returns in the back as usual every year um i think like you mentioned van anhalt's a good guy to have for the next few weeks um Wolves fixtures kind of turn, so maybe getting away from Wolves. Yeah. But but Wolves players are always not terrible to have. Um I also kind of like Chilwell a lot. Yep. I think Chelsea's defense is better. They're a good team and he can get attacking returns. Yeah, and they have a, a great couple games here, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I I um I'll second most of those thoughts. I you know, looking like at the expected goals against table, it's it's yeah, it's hard because You've got Burnley with an expected goals against a 5.2, but they've conceded nine goals, right? And Everton, similar, they're at 5.98, they've conceded nine goals. Uh, Villa's at six, and they've conceded five. Um, Southampton's actually right there as well at, at 6.5, and they've conceded uh, conceded nine. So, 
Um, you know, then I kind of look next. So, so how have teams defended so far? That's like the first question. And that expected goals against gives us an idea of that. Uh, and then what's coming up in the future, right? So who has a good run? You know, Crystal Palace is up there with a really, a really good run. They make me a little nervous because their expected goals against is nine, which is pretty high. Um, I, I mean, it's actually one of the worst in the league. Um, and yet they've kept a couple cleans, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I know that some of that all can come from one or two games, right? That's the only thing. And, um, you know, so so they do have a good run of fixtures, though. Um, Wolves, Leeds, Burnley, Newcastle, West Brom. So, you know, I'd back them to get a clean sheet or two. Um, Mitchell, I still think, is a good pick if he's going to hold that spot. So we'll have to see what happens there. There's some talk that PVA, if he slots into the back line, that Mitchell might get moved to the other outside back position on the on the other side of the field just because he's been so good. Um, we will see. And, and, you know, I agree. I think that especially given the uncertainty this year, like if you can get outside backs um, that are re- lower priced, even if they're on not as good of teams and it frees up some funds that you can get up into the uh, midfield and attack a bit more, I think that that's the way to go at the moment. Um, Jamie writes in Liverpool double defense. Uh, there's really no reason to keep, is there? Uh, well, you already mentioned it, right, Jake? Liverpool, one of the worst right now performing defenses in the league. Um, in the last four game weeks, they are first for big chances conceded, fourth for expected goals conceded, and 11th for goal attempts in the box. Um, they have three, the next three fixtures are West Ham, City, and Leicester. Um, and they currently have, let me see. For this week um, against West Ham, they have a clean sheet probability of 39%. Um, what are your thoughts on Liverpool defense right now? Well, I'm probably going to hold Rabo, um, but I don't know. I mean, if there's a chance that I can get rid of him to free up funds, I may do it. I, I haven't quite decided. My defense is going to be a mess in a couple weeks because I don't also like Semedo. I mean... Since I've had him, he's gotten me, you know, two out of three clean sheets, which is great. Um, but he just hasn't had a single, like, look at of an attacking return. And, you know, I'd much rather pay 5.5 for a player like – or 5.8, I guess, now for a player like Chilwell, who's just getting up into the attack more. And, the, like you said, the fixtures change. Or even Van Anholt, who I think is uh, maybe 5.4. Maybe he's moved up to 5.5. Um, I'm not exactly sure where his price point is. I guess I can try to figure that out. Um, so, I, yeah, he's 5'4", and so he's a player I'm interested in. It's such a mess, though, when you keep switching defenders. That's the other thing that worries me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of Wilson hit on this. Do you take a hit and switch a defender and another player? And it's like, man, when you only get one transfer a week and you're just flip-flopping defenders, it doesn't make you feel good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think right now, I, I would say if you have one Liverpool defender, that's the way to go, right? Just to stay and hold. You got to believe, well, maybe you don't have to believe, but I, I do believe that Liverpool at some point are going to work out some of their de- defensive issues. Um, the plus side about Rabo is, you know, he's he's essentially returning at like a rate of midfielders, right? So he has a goal and two assists on the year. Um, and you got to figure out at some point they're going to get some clean sheets in here. West Ham's not a bad option this week. Um, and so, you know, he's got 27 points on the year. It's it's as good as or better than a lot of other players, right? Like, so I kind of like the the one Liverpool defender right now, but I don't, I would not be doubled up given where the statistics are, right? Like I how I cited come some of those things earlier. I, I just, I'd move off. Um, Fark writes in, if you don't, uh, own Kane already is it is it now too late given his fixtures turn soon and his prices is, is going up you had mentioned that earlier Jake I mean what is your it's kind of that's kind of more instinctual than anything what is your instinct on that what are you thinking yeah my instinct is stay away just because his price point's so high yeah. um, I mean I wish I had him these next two game weeks but I, I just can't figure a way to bring him in and, and DCL and Jimenez still have a good fixture to and so, I'm just going to go without him. I I don't see him returning at such a clip against Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Palace, Liverpool. Like, he'll probably get like three PKs during that time yeah, and still right. keep and going. And I'm just going to yeah. 
right. throw my computer up against the wall and and quit life. But you were gonna kill yourself over Kane scoring three. Yeah, and, well, and even after even after that, he has Lester and Wolves, which isn't easy. So like that is one. That's like two, three. That's a seven week brutal run of fixtures. And so I'm even like, do I hold Sun? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to do <laughs> some know. serious soul searching. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, it would be. I think it would be fine if you go somewhere else. And and I. I mean, I think you just gotta say, hey, this didn't make sense to have Kane during these fixtures. And if he does well, you're just like, well, so be it. But there's there's definitely gonna be a player at a lower cost that over those seven game weeks is gonna probably do just as well. But it's gonna be difficult to know which one. I guess. Wow. FPL, Jake, well done. FPL. I mean, I guess we could talk about who to go with, you know, like who we think um, could be that player. And so, like, the question is, could it be Werner? Like, Werner's a little bit cheaper, and I think he's got a chance. Um, you know, does Lacazette keep playing for Arsenal? He's only owned by three and a, three and a half percent of players, and, you know, he had a goal stolen away from him like Arsenal so often do. So, <laughs> just wanted to get that in there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. God, I I hate the way Arsenal get treated by the referees though. It's it is atrocious. I feel like watching them consistently over years, they just get they get absolutely screwed. But whatever. Do you want to keep ranting about this? Uh, well, no. I mean, it's fine. Man United can have their 20 PKs a season or 25, I don't know, but whatever. Ah, Jake, you're fun. Um, what about like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, Bamford? I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. Again, this is like a player that I just don't. I don't understand it. The yeah. man scored what, like ten goals or eleven goals the entire season in Champions League. In the championship, you mean? In the championship, yeah. Sorry, not Champions League. We but he's got champions. he's got six goals and two assists within six games. Yeah, He's everybody's been star. yeah, everybody's been jerking Calvert Lewin off this whole season, and Bamford has more points. Yep, yeah. at you know one point seven less yeah. now. Um, I, I don't. I think he's a little bit of a trap, but leads are decent. So yeah, they only create like a million chances a game. So whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm considering it. Yeah, I, I guess like you know after they play. L- Lester, like they, they have a kind of a mixed bag. Yeah, I mean he's cheap. Like why not? I I don't know. Like you know, you're gonna pay. Are you gonna pay six point five for Callum Wilson, who also has forty one points on the year? Like maybe maybe that's just the answer. Maybe the answer again, like we talked about, is just going with the cheapest forward line ever. Maybe I'll just have Adams, Wilson, and Bamford, and just you know, have the best FPL season of all time. Well, yeah, that's what I've kind of been leaning towards is why not just, or even like an Antonio, right, who has a good run of fixtures coming up. You can afford to have those guys. And they. it seems to be that they're ticking along and that they're kind of like the out-and-out selected players that are going to be in that position every week. So although they're less expensive, they're starting every week. Yeah, and like the teams are going to get goals eventually and those are the guys that are going to be the most likely to get them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, FPL version writes in, Zaha's Crystal Palace is undisputed talisman, but is the Palace attack potent enough to make him worthwhile as a talisman pick? I, I think it is like, it's a good question because like you love, you're on Zaha, you you like him. But one of the issues is just like chances created for the team. And and Crystal Palace is one of the the poorest offensive creating teams in the league this year. What are your thoughts on Zaha? I mean, he does have an expected goal involvement right now of 5.14. That's very high um, compared to, for example, like Bamford is just under four. Um, Timo Werner is like just around three. So what are your thoughts kind of on Zaha right now? Yeah, I think you get him in. I think you get him in after this week. Um, Maybe do a double switch because he can probably open up some funds for you. Leeds, like we said, isn't the greatest, but Burnley, Newcastle, and West Brom are. And, and you know, he's a player that's not super expensive still, even though he's gone up. I like him at that price point more than any other player right now. 
So I, I don't see why you don't get him in. Huh. All right. Okay. Um, I guess the only argument would just be like, I mean, they're not worthless, right? But like their expected goals in open play as a team is like 4.2, 4. Mm-hmm. 4.3. Um, that puts them like, I mean, it's not bad, actually. It's just a little bit below like, you know, like their middle of the table or, or a little bit lower. Um, yeah. it's, so it's not it's just terrible. Cause if he scores, he's getting bonus most likely. He scored five goals, I think two from the spot. But he, he draws a lot of PKs. And, and, you know, I guess Burnley theoretically are good defensively. So maybe that will just end up being a 1-0 game Burnley or something. But I, where else do you go at that price point right now? Like, do you like anybody else in that seven price midfield bracket? I mean, maybe Foden. But we talked about how their fixtures are tough. Yeah, the only um, other one might, might be Grealish, right? Yeah, I. Yeah, let, let's talk about Jack. You know, should we let's do Zaha versus Jack to get a feel? Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna pull him up. What are your thoughts? Well, I I'm leaning Zaha, but honestly, you know, Jack's fixtures are probably better for a longer run. Um, and actually, I think they're way better for a longer run. So. Yeah. Theoretically, Jack might not be a terrible player to go with. I just remember last year when I had him and he got me like one to two points for like yeah, eight game yeah. weeks in a row. And so that's what worries me more um, because like Villa have other players that can score besides Jack, um, which is like you said, a good thing in a sense. But you know, if Crystal Palace score, Zaha's going to be involved. Like if yeah, Villa score a goal. Not, it's not a goal otherwise. That's the choice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I guess Villa. I, I mean, I don't hate it. Yeah, what are your heat, thoughts? To me, the heat map. I like Jack better. Like initially looking at heat map, so he's in the penalty area more, and the part of that's really just due to the way they play, right? Crystal Palace play almost always on the break, whereas um, Villa now have become a team that does keep the ball a little bit more, and and maybe he's a a bit more methodical about the way they advance it up the field. Um, he does have more penalty area touches. So 46 to Zaha's 34. I, I always like that. That's a big stat for me. Um, similar, roughly similar in like goal attempts. So 11 for Grealish, 15, um, for Zaha. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, the expected goal involvement, like I said, Zaha's around five and Grealish is around three and a half. So pretty high too for Grealish even. Um, he's a player that I would definitely be looking at. Um, their run of fixtures, you said, um, pretty solid right i mean not like perfect but no actually almost perfect yeah i forgot yeah southampton arsenal brighton west ham newcastle wolves burnley west brom crystal palace i think he's a really good player to get in um i would say especially going into like game week nine when they start with brighton um would be like when i'd for sure be targeting him and he's definitely on my watch list right now as a player that i'm gonna kind of keep an eye on and, and possibly try to work into the team yeah I like it. It might be a thing where like, you know, in nine uh, Spurs have a really rough run of fixtures that start. I might go sun to Grealish and then use that those funds elsewhere to go do something else. Yeah, I, li- I like that. I-, I mean, it's hard because Spurs have been one of the best teams, but I just don't I can't I don't know if they can keep that up. I mean they've had a very easy run of fixtures and so but but then again they you know they crushed Southampton and Man United who are probably two of the tougher teams in that run. Yeah. So I, I don't know what to make of Spurs yet and I've been wrong about them all season. Yeah. Um Marvin had asked that question exactly. Actually I forgot to say that he was the one that brought it up. Grealish versus Aha. So uh, FPL business writes in our Everton false profits. Is it time to ditch for other options? Um, should we take the points and money and run with, with their assets? Uh, they're not false profits. Are we on the same page there? Yeah, but I would get rid of dinge. <laughs> well, yeah, because of the red card, but yeah, um, I just had to mention that they're, they're third right now for expected goals. Um, 
and they've scored 14. So they're overperforming that slightly, but they're creating a lot of chances. They're, they're a legitimate team this year. They're not false profits and they still have some good fixtures ahead. So, um, uh, business also writes in Jota, Jake's boy. Is there a place for him in the pool starting lineup? I think not. Right. Yeah, I just don't see it consistently enough. It's a problem. I'd much rather go like Foden at that price point range. Yeah, or a little higher up to like Grealish or Zaha or something yep. like that, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Irreplaceable Means says, um, best mids after Salah and Son regardless of price. Hmm. Who do you like after those Whoa. guys? Mane. Oh, really? Why? <laughs> I mean, he's. If you're saying regardless of price, like I think you got to consider him. Um, I mean, he's gotten out of the. He hasn't. He didn't play against Villa when they got smashed, and out of four out of five games, he's gotten sixteen, seven, six, eight, and two against Leeds. So, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I think that's ridiculous because of his price point. So, I guess if I'm going to answer. With regards to price point, I still kind of like Rashford. I'm interested, especially after his little performance in Champions League. Um, He gets a lot of chances. And and Man United have been underperforming a little bit. So maybe after they play Everton away game week eight, like we talked about, maybe considering giving him a run. but the problem, like we said, too, is the cheaper price points have just as good of fixtures. So it just makes sense to go down to like Azaha or Jack Grealish, yeah. too. But yeah. I do like I like Fernandez with their run of fixtures kind of changing coming up here. He's one that I'd be looking at as well. Um, but yeah, I think I think Grealish, Zaha, Fernandez, Mane are all players right now to be considering. And they're actually I think all four of those guys aren't like super highly owned, are they? Yeah, no. Not I mean, really. Zaha's, Zaha's ticking up. Now, he's almost 25. Actually, I lied. Zaha and Grealish are 25 and 28%. I didn't realize they were so highly owned. Mane's at 9. Uh, Fernandez is at 21. So, do, do we give up on Chelsea mids yet, too? Like, is. Yeah, I have two of them in my team. I have two <laughs> of them. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, yeah, it, I think. Um, Pulisic looked really good again in the Champions League, but they just they they haven't created enough through the midfield. Um, Havertz hasn't been worthless. I mean, I, I've I've had him since the beginning of the year, and he has a goal and two assists. So, like compared to everybody else, he's been pretty bad. Um, so it's probably time for me to move him on. And and Pulisic really needs to do something for me, or he's gone too, because um, I can go to like less with less money, right? With like Zaha and Grealish, and get better performances. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I like their fixture, so I, I'm going to give them a couple chances. Okay. Uh, Nelly writes in: Is is Potence actually the best five point five, or the absolute worst because he barely ticks? Are there any five point fives you like? Oof, uh, not him. Um, See, the thing is, what's interesting this year is there's thus far there's so many of these like. I don't know, seven to nine, seven to eight and a half or seven to nine midfielders that like you can get a bunch of them in your team, you know, like, yeah, and do you I think need at the a 5.5 the, even. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't think you do. I think at the beginning of the year, that was the funny thing is I was like, oh, it's always a trap to go all big with seven to nine midfielders. And I didn't. And I'm like, why didn't I do that this year? Yeah. So now for the rest of my life, I'm going to always go seven to nine midfielders. Um and have terrible FPL seasons forever. But yeah, I, I don't like anybody that cheap. I just don't think it's a good idea. I think you pay a little bit more. Yeah, or go all the way down to 4.5 yep. and just bench them. Yeah. Gaz writes in, I showed my dog squirrel videos to calm him down or distract him from fireworks. What do you do to distract yourself from all the banging in FPL that you are missing out on, Marco? Oof. I'm shaking. That's how furious I am right now. Baby, you're a firework. What was that? That was Katy Perry. Why were you singing it to me? Just trying to build you up. I hate you, Jake. And I hate you, Gaz. 
Um, what do I do to distract myself? I just drink a lot. So that's good. Um, Captain shouts. Who are you captaining this week? Son. Yeah. Can't you wait know, for him to blank. The anytime <laughs> goal score probability percentages have Salah at 55, Kane at 54, um, Sun's at 42. You still going to go with Sun? I'm still going to go Sun. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess I could go to Salah because he screwed me the last, you know, two weeks. So, I mean, he got a goal against Everton, to be fair. Yeah. And and a couple bones, but I, I've been I've been wrong so many times on captains this year. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, I, I think it's one of those. It's one of those two, right? I mean, it's either it's like Kane, Son, Kane or Son, or like Salamane, right? Like, is aren't those the choices? Yeah, I guess Brighton haven't been that bad defensively. Oh, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I just go against the grain and. Uh, But West Ham haven't actually. West Ham are better than Brighton. Yeah. So what do I do defensively? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I just I'll just go Pulisic. It's fine. (laughs) Just lose. Great. No, Bur- um, wait, Burnley are the best defensively. I don't even know. Yeah, so the best... I, I actually maybe will have a terrible game week because my teams play the best defensive teams in the league. There we go. And you Burnley, should wildcard. Bright- you should wildcard. Burnley, right Brighton, and West Ham. Wildcard. Who knew? Drop your wildcard. Already did. Already did. Oh, no. Premature. <laughs> Somebody tie him down. Tie him down and slap him. That's what Jake said. It's the only way. It's the only way. <laughs> um, are you... um? Are, have, have you made moves yet this week? Are you going to? Or are you holding? I, I think I'm holding because I thought I had a good run of or a good good team to play, but I guess I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's 2020. Who knows? Yeah. I think I'm just going to hold. I, I I don't see like that much. The thing is, too, you know, like I said, like it does tend to even out a little bit. So last week was so atrocious that I I feel like you know I've got a number of players with good matchups and like maybe I just leave them out there and let them do their thing. And hopefully, right. Hopefully it bounces back. And then I have two transfers going into next week and I can kind of get aggressive again. Um, anyways, um, we do have some rando questions here. So follow us on Twitter at dive FPL, Instagram, the art of the dive online at divefpl.com, And you can download our podcast anywhere where you can find podcasts, um, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google play, whatever. Um, handful of randos. Jake Keith says, what will, be eaten today on mike during the pod um oh no what, what will oh what will be eating on mike during the pod this week a jake b his cat c his wife d his meth gator um and then thomas said have you ever had a mince pie i feel like jake would like a mince pie flavored latte and would like to annoyingly eat them whilst recording <laughs> were you eating on the pod today or no i actually didn't so it would be b my cat b cat uh and have you no, had I've a, never had a mince pie what is a mince pie is it meat I, it's meat I right i think so i think but it's like, like a like beef or meat. pork or something chopped gator up. meat gator meat minced up. i think it's like minced up you know like they cut it small brits am i right uh wilson is pecan pronounced pe- pecan or pecan it depends I, if you're in the south or the north I think I say, now I don't know what I say. I think I say pe- pecan. No. I say, I, say, I say pecan. I say pecan pie. Yeah, but pecan I think if pie. You're in the, yeah, I think if you're in the south, you say it pecan. Okay. Pecan? Pecan. Pecan? Pecan. My wife says pecan. Then pecan? who says pecan? Pecan. The north? The north says pecan, I guess. I thought I, I said pecan. Pecan, pecan pie. I don't know. Now it's bad. I'm so turned around. My brain is broken. <laughs> Liam says, have either of you ever been to the UK? I haven't. I have only stopped there on a flight. Uh. All right. Lewis writes in one week left, then bring on the peppermint mochas. Am I right, Jake? Yeah. You do peppermint mochas? I, I do usually one or two a year. Yeah. What is a peppermint mocha? A really sugary Starbucks drink. Oh. I've like hardly had anything but like just black coffee. I've had like an Americano or cappuccino, but like that's about it. Yeah, that's that's what I try to do. 
I've been doing the sugar-free syrups with my pumpkin cold brews. That's what I've been doing. Cute. Cute. Um, all right, Jake, I think that's it. Uh, you know, good luck to everybody this game week. I, I know that there's been some frustration, right? Like people have kind of been feeling, you know, like kind of what Garf said at the beginning. Oh, we're putting a lot of time and it's not going well. Like just, I mean, my only advice there is like rely on the community and the people that you enjoy hanging out with a little bit more. Like focus on those things, I think. And maybe don't worry as much about the results because it's been pretty unpredictable and rather challenging this year. So um, that's what it's about, right? Just like got to enjoy it. Um, hopefully everyone can be a little better too. That would be great. Um, all right, let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die.